0: back to Coaching Kernan. I'm Dave D'Agostino. I'm joined by my Hall of Fame co-host, Kevin Kernan, America's Most Beloved Sports Writer, Veteran Major League Scout, Will George, and our performance coach, our resident expert, Sal Marinello. Guys, welcome back to the show. It's episode 50, September 27th, and this is our panel of resident experts. Great guys here. Good morning. Yeah, so... We always start our show with the resident experts, kind of throwing it at Kevin here. And uh, what's caught your eye this week, Kevin? Had another couple of great stories as usual. Um, I know it gets old saying that, but we love reading them. I know our audience does as well. Um, What's caught your eye out there in the baseball world?
1: Yeah, I I wrote one, you know, about Judge Maris and Ruth and the connections there. And it got well received because I just look at it differently than most writers. But one thing that caught my eye was Barry Bonds' interview on the K-Rod show. You know, and people got a chance to see why I always enjoyed talking to Barry Bonds about hitting. Him and Tony Gwynn were close friends. They would love to talk hitting. And um, and I would do pieces. I think I told you the story, the long story. I'm not going to say it again about me finally, after three days finally nailing down Bonds and what I had to do to get him to talk to me. But then he gave me 40 minutes. But he made a great point, and I'm going to keep it simple and pass it along. But uh, he talked about being at bat. And and he, one thing about Bonds, say what you want about the PEDs and everything else, but he was always calm at the plate. And he said, he he, you know, he he would not often swing at the first pitch, and he would never panic about it because he always felt even if he got behind in the count, he was seeing more pitches and seeing what this pitcher was doing, and maybe he was tipping. If he saw a lot of white, he he knew on, on the ball, he knew a certain pitch was coming. If the, if the hand was closed, he knew it would be a fa- If there was not a lot of white, he knew it was a fastball. So he was always a thinking man's hitter, but he never panicked. And I think we need to get that to the young hitters again about, you know, controlling the at-bat. And I'm sure from a pitching standpoint, Will can address this, controlling the pitcher, controlling the at-bat. But never panic, control the at-bat, realize you got three strikes, and at some point, you're going to get the pitch you want to hit. So, uh, you know, you stay back and get it done. So I think that was a great piece of advice because he also pointed out that he was trying to figure out the new rules, why they did that with the two infielders. And he he he, he really boiled it down into exactly what it is. He said the good hitters are still going to do what they do. Uh, and that means try to drive the ball out, hit the home runs, and they'll hit the ball hard to get past any shifts, you know. He says this was made so the clump of really not great hitters. And he complimented everybody in the major league, so he's not ripping them. But he said the clump of hitters who aren't that good, who are hitting like 200, their average will go up now because because they will, uh, you know, they have more space to hit the ball in if they're lefty and things like that. So I think uh, anytime you get a chance, I think listening to Barry Bonds is really, really an important uh, thing to do as a hitter. I invite, you know, I would say everybody out there find that interview and, um, I'll turn it over to Sal and Will, maybe about one or two tips that they might give to the young, young, young people.
2: Yeah. I mean, just to follow up on that, you know, there's old saying in, uh, pitching and hitting, uh, never rush to do what you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, when you rush to hit, you end up, uh, your hands drift, you fly open, things happen you never you never want to panic you want to let the ball travel and get deep uh, from a pitching standpoint when you rush out of your balance you end up getting in trouble your hands are late and you make a lot of mistakes um, you know I think that patience comes with hard work and success and learning yourself so that you don't have to cheat to hit you don't have to excuse me, overthrow to pitch Um, and Barry Bonds understands that and the great players in the game understand that as well.
3: You know, there's a, a saying or a phrase that coaches that I know use a lot and, you know, under pressure people revert to their training. So, you know, and you guys could tell me if you think this relates to hitting, but if, because it's something I ask you guys all the time everybody's always swinging for the fences so when the situation calls for you to go the other way or just get the bat on the ball and uh, you can't because you're trying to hit a home run when all you need to do is move the runner over if all you've done in your training is try to hit the home run or try to drive the ball or pull the ball when the situation requires you to do something different you're not going to be able to do it and those technique flaws that will just brought up in pitching, I would say come from that baseline of fundamental work and that you're not maybe working as well as you should be. And the the last thing I'll ask, and I'll leave you guys with this, is, you know, you see a guy on second base with nobody out and everybody is still swinging for the fences. It just is mystifying to me. It must drive you guys crazy.
2: Yeah. You know, those are great points, Al. You know, one of the things – when I would make trips to the mound I would just tell a guy, hey, I'm here to give you a breather and a calm voice and say, you know uh you know make a good pitch here do less to do more you know when when you when your body's in control, then you have a chance to be on time as a pitcher and a hitter and make a pitch or make a good swing uh, I think so many hitters will tell you even guys like bot. You know, Bonds didn't swing hard where he was falling down. He was completely balanced. Yes. You know, as yesterday when we had Dan O'Dowd on, he talked about balance, rhythm, and timing. All of that comes from hard work and and being able to control your body and do things the right way. And when you do that, it also gives you a sense of confidence that you've done the work and you're prepared to be successful. And you know, there are no shortcuts in this game. And too many people are taking shortcuts.
0: I think we can go back to an earlier interview we had way, way back in the beginning with Dave Church, and he gave us a phrase called respect the rep. And for the young oh, audience yeah. out there, you know, a lot of what we're we, we saw Barry Bonds and, and I A Rod had some great points as well on the on the show where if you take low impact, we call it low impact reps where They're meaningful swings, Um, and I'm sure Barry Bonds, A-Rod, all these guys that are hitting well aren't going in there working 100% on mechanics. They're working on the mental part of the game as well with hitting. Is it a 2-0 count where you're looking for something out in front of the strike zone, an 0-2 count where you may be looking to get a little deeper? Um, I think a message to the kids too, take meaningful repetitions in the cage if you're hitting, uh, working on situational uh, batting rather than just swing a swing. So when you get, you take those low impact reps, you're prepared for those high impact situations. Well, that's why uh, when
1: we're talking to Daniel, that, that's why the, uh, you know, win reality is a good tool. Cause uh, you know, we used to take those low impact reps all the time, but this generation doesn't. So if you're doing, if you're doing the win reality uh, thing and taking swings, you're, you're really kind of learning your swing and filling out your swing. And the other thing that Bond said, uh, it, 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 it goes with what Will just said but Bonds was an incredible worker and and A-Rod talked about how when he wanted to come back and he was struggling from his suspension you know he worked with Bonds but he he had to talk Bonds into working with him and when did they work and I know this for a fact cuz I used to go down with A-Rod to Miami before the season and watch him work out they would work out at 5:30 in the morning out in San Francisco uh when uh you know to kind of get rid get it together so you can always find time to work. It's, you know, we are an excuse-laden society. Um, you guys that coach hear it all the time. Stop with the excuses. Go to work. Find time. Um, get off the you know get off the um, video games for a while. Get off TikTok. You know TikTok. Uh, you know I find it so ironic that I was watching a game the other day, and the game was brought to you by TikTok. Uh, MLB game, I think, is one of the... It might be a Yankee game, even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, baseball is so dumb that they, they, uh, you know, they have people sponsoring them that are taking fans away from them that, have, that basically, in my mind, TikTok takes away your uh, your attention span. And and that's one of the reasons why people can't handle baseball. And also, just a, another point on baseball being so dumb. Uh, they have the greatest home run chase probably i would say this is as big as if not bigger than it's as big as 61 and now 61 you can make the argument only you know whatever it was 28,000 fans were there for marriage but everybody i was i was alive then everybody talked about it and a lot of reasons you know and the fans were also watching on tv listening on radio here we have aaron judge the other night a chance to do his record And, you know, it's on a a streaming, another streaming service. I know you didn't have to pay for it. I don't want to hear that. But it was just for people who love the game, it's just like they're gouging me again. Now, instead of celebrating Judge and making that like a, uh, a moment everybody can see, you had to jump, you know, you had to jump through hoops to see it. So the people who run baseball, I just can't believe how dumb they are. And they get dumber every day.
2: Yeah. You know, those are great points. You know, TikTok's cheap entertainment, you know, and they're letting them sponsor them. But, uh, you know, going back to another thing that Bonds mentioned and you mentioned, Kevin, hitters uh, back when he played and when I played and for hundreds of years watched the game. They didn't sit on the bench with an iPad in their hand.
1: Well, and Judge watches the game. He he does the best of both worlds. He uses the iPad. But him and Rizzo, they're always... If you yeah. watch the Yankee oh, bench... No. Well, I mean, tanky. you
2: know, there's there's still guys that do it, but there's a lot of guys that don't. Oh, yeah. One of the things that that, that he mentioned about... uh, I mean, it was amazing. I worked with Bobby Tolan uh, as his pitching coach one year when he managed in the Orioles system. You know, he was a great, you know, major league hitter, played with the big red machine guys. Um, his ability to... Find pitchers that tip pitches, guys who were, you know, stealing pitches. You know, hey, you know, when he does this, it's a curveball. When he does this, it's a fastball. It was unbelievable. All- oh, and as
1: a youth player, well, you can do that in any tournament. Yeah, you could walk to any field, maybe see the team you're playing next or whatever, and just say or watch. Just watch. I'm always amazed when I uh, and I again last month I was up in Cooperstown at the All Star Village. These kids don't watch the game at all. The coaches, half the coaches don't watch the game. I'm, 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 you know, I'm a hundred feet away from the field and I see things that would make me get an easy base hit, would make me get an easy run, would know who to run on, what to do. Watch the game. I know it sounds so silly. No, I
2: mean, I, uh, I coached when my son was playing and I would go tell the other team your catcher's legs are wide open. I know every pitch that's coming. <laughs> I tell him to close his legs. Um, I, you know, I mean, I didn't want our kids to to, to to have that advantage and I wanted that to be a learning lesson for the catcher. And right. someone would look at me and go, no, it's not. And I go,
1: okay. not, There's things you can do to understand the pitch. Like for example, the most of these pitchers at that age, they'll start every hitter off the same. So know what you're looking for.
2: Yeah. I mean, catchers do other little tells. They set up a a one way on a breaking ball, one way on a fastball. And you go, well, okay, we got that. (laughs) You you know, I mean, there's a, you know, there's a lot of things when you watch the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got a question too, before we move on to another subject, but, uh, you know, I always find it curious with Sal lifestyle because, you know, he's who he is and and congrats on his new show. But uh, Sal, right before the show, you had to leave to get your shake. What, what exactly is your shake and what, what, what do you have in it?
3: Uh, so I use a bunch of different ones depending on what my situation is or just to rotate. I use some uh, some pre-made shakes that have the minimum amount of, of garbage in them, you know, low sugar. Um, you know the the problem with low sugar shakes kevin or anything that's low sugar sugar free is they use an artificial flavor so some of them are just not palatable but I use uh this premier protein uh, i'm a i'm a big pumpkin fan so they have a limited edition pumpkin mm. spice uh it's premier protein it's thirty grams of protein only one gram of sugar and it's got a pretty good um uh mineral vitamin and mineral uh, uh, composition so uh you know and it's something i'm going to talk about friday it the timing of when you eat protein is just as important if not more so than how
1: much so that's a little teaser for um for friday for people who uh don't have uh, the attention span that we want them to have uh just give us a little tidbit of uh when do you think is the very best time and then you can go into detail on friday well you should you should uh have Protein right before
3: and then right after your workout. So I would say within an hour before and an hour after that's the the, to make the most use of that. um, That's the that's the ideal and I'll go into deep more detail about that on Friday, uh, but definitely if you're taking a shake. And don't want to add to what you're eating in a day or consuming in a day have half of that shake before your workout and then half of it after.
2: Sal, so do you mix it with milk or water?
3: So when I make my own, uh, well, I use Lactaid because it has less sugar in it. And also I, I don't drink a lot of whole milk. I love it, but it tends to bother me both from it makes me hungry. Um, and it, yeah, I think I might have a little lactose intolerance because I haven't, I didn't drink milk for a while, so.
2: Right, um, okay.
3: And what I will tell you, uh, is that, um, I use a good protein that has, it's, it's called Bipro. It's got, uh, uh, a good profile, not, not garbage. And what's great about it is it comes in unflavored protein. So really you don't taste it a lot of the times. So depending on what you mix it with. So, uh,
2: I, I hate to keep going down the road, but I know a lot of people that, uh, <clears throat> will buy like a sugar-free protein thing and then add honey. Is that a good way to go?
3: Uh, honey is still sugar. You know, all those fruit is sugar. It's all sugar. So, you know, I I don't, I don't mind it. I like to pick where I take my sugar. I don't really a lot, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a a logical, uh, that's a logical source. Uh,
2: like I've seen a lot of people use honey and peanut butter to sweeten it up a little bit. and
3: uh, And also, you know, if you're an allergy sufferer, uh, get local honey because the local honey is obviously from plants that are local to where you are, and and what I've read and the research shows that local honey could help you uh, build up some immunity to your allergies from your wow. local, yeah, from your local plant life. So yeah, that's yeah.
0: There. we we do that.